Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Folk yard fire tire fire. You get that race mixing, communistic, uh, anti anti white, anti America. Yeah, yeah. Keep playing that good music there. I got you. To start off our campfire story session, I have a good musical accompaniment by our friend of the show, Benjamin, so I'll read you a little story now, set us into the campfire now, and the story's got a lesson too. What the fuck? you have something to say before we start, Bella? No. I don't know where you're okay, going gonna get, with all this. I'm going to get into my, I'm gonna get into my story now. Okay. Well, I was sitting in the rec room at a local community college regaling whoever happened to wander in with a story of bravery. Specifically, the day I tried to put a gourd in my ass in the bathroom in high school. Suddenly, uh, I felt an unidentified flying object hit my body at a relatively strong force. Glanced to the floor next to me, only to find a candy bar, the brand and make of which I... I'm sorry to say I do not recall. However, what I do remember is that it was not a Twix bar. Twix is one of my favorite candy bars of all time. I always go to Twix. I remember impulsively exclaiming something along the lines of, to give me a king-sized Twix bar, I'll let you fuck me in the ass. Well, I never got that bar, nor did I get my ass railed in that place ever. And let's be a lesson, everybody. People will incessantly question your sexual preference if you joke about your own ass too much. And as we sit here staring into the campfire, I do need to point this out, that I've been, in the past month, questioned by like three or four different people if I'm uh, straight or not, because of how much I like to talk about getting things put in my own ass, or doing things with other people's asses. So let it be known that this is real. You joke too much about your own ass, people might think you want to just crawl up inside of it. And with that... You do make a lot of butt jokes. 
Just like wandering. People start asking you if you're gay every day. Mm-hmm. For the listeners who don't know, Ben is on guitar right now, and Moon is the You know, if you put a, a if you put a if you put a Twix bar in your ass, it'll melt after just a few minutes. I'm the only one because of the pressure and the warmth of your so sphincter. I'm just playing this ocarina thing that I have when I can. They have ocarinas in Zelda, quick. right? Yeah. It's like And they have camp they have campfires in yes. Zelda as well. Unfortunately I don't have a campfire here as well as Zelda. <laughs> nice. It's more rants. I'm, I'm more good oh, at rants, but what is this? I was no, you go ahead. Mm. I just I took a large big sip of uh, some hard ginger beer and let's just say it coated the throat the wrong way. Throw it the right way with itself. So we're just telling stories, right? Like weird stories we have. Of we're our- just we're sitting we're sitting by the warmth of the fire, letting the night and the stars wash over us, and just saying whatever comes to mind. Okay. Do you have something to say? You have something to say, little princess? Come sit by the fire. I'm sure you're tired. Don't call me a goddamn. I'm sure you're tired. Go go tie up. Go go. I wouldn't even let this, my is my, this is my this is my campfire. This is my camp. This is my this excuse. This is my campfire. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you go tie up your horse by that tree over there. You can either call me a bitch everything or and something come and else. Sit down. But don't call me a fucking princess. Fuck that. <laughs> you're not. You're not really participating in the campfire role play right now. And it's upsetting to me because I put so you know, much thought. Uh, I put so much thought okay, into finding this ten-hour campfire I loop think I can, and putting I can on the whole musical this. intro thing. Okay. No, and no, I'm trying to fine. be a guy you're by the fine, fire, and you're just not even back. going along with it at I all. I actually, okay, I actually have a story, um, kind of about this subject of kind of you know, you know, feeling somewhat off-topic, um, and then trying to rein it back in. Um, back west, around 2019 or so, I'd say mm-hmm. I was a. I was a journeyman, or what others would call a uh, a hikesman, or a uh, a road runner, um, or a night walker, uh, which in layman's mm-hmm. terms was uh, commonly referred to as a man whore or a concubine. Mm-hmm. I'd go kind of searching the streets, whether it was a Seven Eleven on the dusky side nice. of the Mojave Desert roadways, <laughs> or um, the Las Vegas Strip in the corners of the dissolute city streets, looking where the trash piles up at the backsides of casinos or where the lights don't shine, but you get the little glimmers through the reflections of the broken beer bottles cracked on the ground, their glass splattered around and crippling the feet of the homeless population. My clientele were, well, anyone from business people to passers-by to husbands on vacation to closeted themselves throughout their marriage. Now, admittedly, I got into some bad stuff. Mm. It was immoral and not because I, well, had particular attraction (laughs) towards men. It was more the fact that I'd become somewhat of an on-the-go homewrecker 
many relationships, many people wrote back to me years after my concubinage, writing, Hey Ben, mm. you ruined my marriage. Now I'd contend that they ruined their own marriage. I don't force anyone into my services. I was simply there to advertise, and if they got coaxed mm. into buying, they came and we conquered. We conquered. But on this one particular occasion, I'll never forget it. I was in a roadhouse down down uh, down about mm. the old 90, 95, uh, down by uh, I think it was around the Arizona Nevada border, and I met a man named mm. Chuckley. Chuckley was uh, an oil siphoner. Um, and he was the head of uh, an oil company. I'm actually signed an NDA agreement after we sloshed um, to to uh, not disclose which oil company it was. Should his uh, shareholders uh, get a hold of that? Hold on, I need to sneeze real quick. Thank you. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Some people say that my sneezes sound like the terrified screams of soldiers in the dusky war pits of Iwo Jima. Well, anyways. We were, uh, we, after we had sloshed, we started mm. to talk, me and a few of the boys. The boys mm. actually were uh, another member of the concubinage mm. union that we had formed. Uh, who were we unionizing against? Mostly married men, um, just to get make sure that they could provide our health insurance benefits after we fucked. Um, anyways, uh, in the course of this, of this span mm. of times, we were talking about random things, and we ended up getting off track talking about the human condition. And one person in particular was lauding Chuckley's uh, humility in how he was opening, laying bare his insecurities about being a uh, a closeted gay man in a field full, and I mean chock full of straight hypermasculine men, businessmen, who, on the average, just horrend throw horrendous aspersions towards the homosexual community. And as we did that, we began talking and talking. And as, as we reached a natural cusp in the conversation, Chuckley said, I'm very happy to have had this moment. But at the same time, I realized that for all the money, for all the oil, all that matters is I get some dick at least once a year. And so every year we go back and we remember that on the getting off track of life, you know, mm -hmm. and finding yourself in harmful career paths where you feel belittled by your friends and and fellow employees and even higher-ups that it's best to uh, recognize what is going well for you. And sometimes that is something that just happens once every year. And I'm talking about anal sex. See, that's what this campfire is all about. I'm getting off track. You could say I got off track one time when I was seven, in a manner of speaking. Mm -hmm. So you all see, right, little lady, tell us what's up. Back in the year, the great year, 2005, several months after my little brother was born, uh, the private Catholic school I went to didn't have a gym at its school, so we had to drive to one. That, which was at a church. So we would have to drive to one every freaking Wednesday. And on that said Wednesday, it was winter time. So a little dumbass me with the rest of my class was sitting on this wheelchair ramp railings. I had my hands on the bar that was sitting up by my head because I was seven, so I was small enough to sit in the gap. 
between the bottom railing and the top. So dumbass me, he takes my hands by the one that was behind the bar that was behind my dead head, puts it on the one that I'm sitting, and I start moving my head back and forth. Next thing I know, I wake up from being fucking unconscious and trampled by the rest of my fucking class. Cause I fell backwards, hit my head on the brick building, the rocks between the ramp, and the ramp itself. I was wedged up. My legs were stuck between that goddamn railing. And my teacher was yelling, hurry up, Bella. What What are you doing? So I pull myself out from me, stuck wedged, run up the ramp, feel the back of my head. I'm like, why the hell is my head sweaty? Pull it out. Guess what's on my freaking hands? Goddamn blood. I run in in full snow gear, full little kid snow gear, snow pants, snow boots, snow jacket, goddamn gloves and a hat that you know no little kid can get out of those things damn fast. I run in to this cramped little lobby where we have to take off all our goddamn snow gear, tell my teacher, hey, I think I cracked the back of my head open. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and check. Remember, I'm seven. I'm goddamn seven. My teacher's like, are you sure? Like, okay, hurry up. I run to the bathroom. Someone else is already in there. I'm putting pressure on the back of my head because I have a freaking goddamn open wound. Look at the paper towel. I'm like, I'm bleeding. I am sure as hell bleeding. My teacher comes in. He's like, you, you okay? Because I sent this gr- other girl who was in there before me. Going teacher comes in. It's like, you okay? And I'm like, no, you need to call my mom. You need to call my mom now and have her come get me. I'm bleeding real bad and I'm not okay. Remember, seven-year-old knowing how to deal with blood and how to crack head open. Goddamn proudest moment of my goddamn life. So, I think I passed out again because I don't remember getting sat in a chair with and being told to hold ice in the back of my head. My dad showed, my dad's there, and my mom shows up, finally. She looks at the back of my head, and the teacher's like, telling my mom, oh, she's fine, she just needs, like, some ice on my head. Maybe a band-aid, I'll be fine. Nope. My mom looks at this fucking teacher, and is like, woman, this girl needs stitches. And I'm like, and sitting there, ready to ball my eyes out, because I'm like, I need what now? I need stitches. I need going to the ER. I don't want to go there. That's where really sick, injured people go. I was terrified. My my mom is able to get me an appointment at the freaking, at my free, freaking, like, primary care doctor place. They stitch my head up, and I'm crying the whole fucking time. I remember the TV show that came out that day because it was the worst goddamn day of my life because someone stabbed me in the back of the head with a needle the back of my head up. That's the second time I cracked my head open. By the time I was goddamn seven. And she lost her virginity. By the time you were seven, you had had two oh, cracked heads. You know when I lost my virginity. You had the cracked head blues. You had, you had the cracked... You had the cracked head blues. And also by cracked the time two that you heads. Seven. I cracked my head the first time a couple That's years before. Mm. I guess so. 
Now, Traveler, yeah, no, I have to ask you that while that story was interesting, Traveler, uh, why was there no homosexual sexual relations involved like the other two stories? I, I was expecting you to say that when you were waged in between the bleachers, well, somebody I guess he, came and I'm not actually going to say what I was going to say because that's, that's not okay for me, what I was about to say. Are you about to say one of the Matt Damon F-words that he's not allowed to say anymore? No, I'll tell you that. Like it's a not, letter or something? What I, what I would be saying would, would not be a very nice thing y'all to hear say about about a um, Y'all hear about uh, Matt Damon. So I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'm being respectful. Look at me. Around a fire, around a around a nice fire like we have today, you can say literally anything and not get canceled. You can say literally anything, and we can beep it after because we're recording. A moon could actually tell his talk about his whole his whole uh, penis well, inspection day thing. Well, I was gonna say if you thing. wanted homosexual stuff, and it. Well, my dad mm-hmm. was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you, that's but why I it wouldn't be it. gay sex. It, it it wouldn't be gay sex if it was your dad. He because you're not a man, or bi, or whatever. He yeah, says but he, is. he wouldn't. But he wouldn't know. be having gay sex with you. He'd be having daddy daughter sex with you. No, which is, is still pretty funny. It's gross. It's, it's daddy daughter playtime in the seven year old Catholic school. Oh dear God, oh, that's awful. Looks, looks, looks like my daughter's got herself wedged in between the bleachers again. How are we gonna get her out? I got. I, I got I got I got an off topic question. Know. Is it if someone shows you a picture of uh their grandmother, mm-hmm. uh is it acceptable to say that you think yeah. they're cute? Yes. Okay. It's like an endearing like, oh your grandma's such a cute old no. little old yeah, lady. Any cute in any connotation. Is she's going allowed. on with that right now. I'll be, be sharing this podcast day. with the person in so question wanna... so they know that I have a consensus. How much time does she have? That's all I gotta say. That'll teach you. You don't tell me not to call me back after I say that your grandma's cuter mm-hmm. than you. I'm just kidding. Exactly. What? Around here on the fire, I we can talk well about cute grannies all we want. Hairs. Is that is that a fire story? You did no, say that right. Joke. There's no words. There's no joke. wrong words to say I around I the. Right. Uh, I, don't know. I don't care. The there's no wa- there's no wrong mind. words. How you'd say how you'd say there's no wrong words to around not say fire. to say around the fire, right? There's no wrong words to say around the fire. Even even, even who. who even Chris Chan is welcome We're at our fire. We're not talking about her. Oh no! I that's that around Even the, the, the ghost of this area will come Chan, around please. and get us. Then, Chris Chan. Dude, um, actually, like on a side note, um, I'm a part of this Fallout. Um, <laughs> the ghost of this Chris Fallout Chan uh, video game fan group on face Facebook, and they've just been putting out all these like memes about Chris Chan, and like. The, the whole thing in uh the whole thing in Fallout mm-hmm. is like there's a karma system. So whenever you do something bad, <laughs> this is like so Fallout Three. It'll say like you've lost karma, and there's a picture of Chris Chan's mom getting out of bed, and it just oh, said no. you've lost karma in the center in the top left. Uh, this is the part where the uh, fucking Discord bot that we have set up as like a reference recording thing kind of crapped out on us, and we had to put a back in so this next part's a little wonky but I'm leaving it in because campfire simulator no editing bitch
because I'm because I'm pretty sure I have these right here. And these are the beginning ones, and I can download these, and we'll be fine. So is Craig with us? So. Craig's with us Let again. Let me find a way to set up. Oh wait, so, so, so did anything come from in the middle of the episode? Okay, sure. <laughs> What's up, Ben? Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It, so did anything come of those that last few recording okay. that we just did? Yeah, well, I'm downloading them right now. I think. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Well, also, like, if so you're recording, I'm pretty sure these are the ones I'm downloading. And then these ones from from 845, because that's when we started, and then these ones at 906 will then be the second half of them, and it'll just kind of suck, but it'll gotcha. be fine. I pulled up voice memos, download. and anyway, I can record myself, so I'm doing that now. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, okay, thank you. Um, anyway, we're around a campfire and not worrying about... Fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just chilling around the. Uh... Oh, I got a little tail for you that happened Gotta today. Throw some more wood on the fire. So, okay. Moving back, sort of about this tail. I'm starting to try to eat healthy and do a little bit more exercise because I'm a lazy person. Nice. So I've been keeping track of calories and I got. This thing called a Yamaya or something. It's Y-A-M-A-E-Y. It looks like a knockoff brand Apple Watch. It's a Yamaha. And my mom oh, yeah. keeps like, saying, like, do you want an Apple Watch? Because her and my brother have one. So I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I kind of hate this little stupid thing that I got myself for like 30 bucks on Amazon. I kind of want an Apple Watch. Maybe my mom will get me one for Christmas if I ask nicely and be like, hey, I actually kind of do want that. So she was like, go look online at the at the Apple Watches. So I was looking at Apple Watches and then I was done. I went back to looking at like YouTube videos so then I could set something up on, on maybe the TV downstairs so I could rock up treadmill. And the goddamn Google advertisements advertised for me this thing called Apple Watch for poor people, and it's on Etsy, and it's a polymer <laughs> clay. I'm gonna stop talking in the accent. <laughs> it's a polymer clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple Watch. I said in the chat, you guys saw this. It's a little. It's nine hundred and ninety-nine point and ninety-nine cent dollar, almost thousand dollar clay polymer clay watch, and it's like the shittiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what? I, it's clearly someone made this yeah. as a joke, and did two people well, have just like bought that. it? It's like it's like the the two poor person edition. It. It's got an insane resale value. I'm I, I the thing is, it's like so like an Apple an Apple Watch is like what like no, a thousand something like dollars at this point. Bucks. Like wait, Apple watches now. Yeah, wait. What? Why is it the poor person the one? It's more expensive than the actual goddamn Apple Watch. <laughs> I was, I honestly like when you when you sent that, I was like under the impression that Apple watches are nope. freaking. This is the fake. Like, like, like before, I think at one point they were like a thousand bucks, but now they're like four hundred dollars. I was looking at the prices and stuff and looking at the different versions of the Apple Watch that they had, and this watch. This fake shitty watch, it costs more 
than an actual Apple Watch. So that's why yeah. I find it so funny. And I'm looking at it right now because I have it pulled up on my, on my second screen. And I'm like, this person has sold two of them. Has sold two of them. And there's one left, apparently. It's mm. so goddamn funny. Can it like... And it says, Can it suck you off? Does it vibrate? Like it anything? Handmade no, it's a poor person when you have to buy the real Apple Watch for that. Uh, the real Apple Watch doesn't suck you off either. Weeks. I actually want to check out this seller to see if she's like, makes a bunch of memes. Oh my god. I'm in love with this woman. Her, 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 her art into a is literal jokes. Like, they're literal... They're, they all sell for the same amount, too. And it's all... They're all prank stuff. I went on Etsy yesterday and I, I found this. something that I couldn't on, pay I'm for. I'm sending you guys her shop. Go on jlist.com. The... $70 adults only. What is this? Oh, yes. The and I bought that. Kamatsu no Yaiba oh Demon Slayer parody own a hole. Right, this is the bitch who has the fangs, so her, her fleshlight has the fangs to simulate getting a blowjob from the bitch with the, the lolly with the fangs. And it's only 70 bucks, which I think is a steal. Because if we go to jlist.com and just look holes. at the own a holes. Own a holes. I'm actually trying to find the. Uh, now that we're just for things you don't perusing like. different products, <laughs> I'm now gonna find. I'm gonna find all the different like hentai scents that I can find on here, and I'm just gonna read the names out loud because that's what we're doing by the campfire now. Uh, condoms and lotions. I'm sure that'll last. Something I don't want anymore. Warming lotion, succubus lotion. Oh my god. Uh, the smell of female and heat, the smell of schoolgirl's panty, love juices of a JK scented lotion, lotion injector, the smell of schoolgirl's panty, scent of JK Chan's love juice. Oh my god. The smell of athletic girl's uniform. Water-based lube. Oh, that's not anything funny. The smell of OL Chan's foot. Fake mother's milk. You guys want to buy some fake mother's milk for twenty bucks from Japan? Order it, ship it right now. Yes, ship it. A, you want me? You want me ship right it. now? Ship right it now? right now. Order it. Order it. Ship it. Order it you, right you see, now. You see what it looks you know, like um, right now? See what it looks like? Yeah. Fake mother's milk. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take Add to it. cart. Oh, let's let's go, bitch. Add to cart. Let's go. <laughs> oh boy. What the hell um, is that? Celebrity on a stick so, with the okay. penis as a nose. Kind of got to concubine it over so we can the... kind of wrap it into things Sorry. that we can talk about. Sure to bring you I just your got so music kind of Celebrity on a stick with the penis. I like this woman. I have to like. Yeah. I think that's like a really funny like marketing thing is like. I'm happy um, we did this on just, air. It's like a mystery. It's like a mystery box of sorts. Like, like here's here's the pitch. You do like mm -hmm. a mystery box of sorts, right? So it's like just anything, but it's like something. It's like. A mystery, gross, disgusting thing, but it's attached in somewhere inside of a Tesla, right? 
And the thing is, is that you drive the Tesla out to them, and if they can find the mystery thing, they get to keep the Tesla. The thing is, though, is that it stinks or something like that. It smells like shit, right? And they have to, like, dig up the seats and all that and, like, dig underneath, like, all the floors and whatnot and, like, look in the battery and try and find it in, like, an hour. But the putrid smells is taken over, right? Like, I feel like that's, like, would be the best way to sell some shit or something. (laughs) I'm buying this Mother's milk lube shit. Wow. Yeah. Hey. You're right here on the show. By the camp. I'm using the powers of the campfire to fucking. Fucking nuts. I just. <laughs> Is there something funny that's not on the show? I'm sorry. I'm that still you're laughing, laughing at this woman's. Um. Oh, fuck it. Why not just plug her her, her entire uh, store since we've done everything besides that at this point? What's her What's her oh, name? What's Jennifer her store? Jennifer Mills what's store. What's the URL? And her profile pic is of her with a weird filter on making one of her eyes look bigger. She... Okay, if she ever hears about this, I'll say this. I appreciate her art and her sense of humor. It is very funny, and I love it. And if I had the money... I I would buy something from this store. I'd buy the cat lover's dream earrings. I'd buy those. Because I love cats. I'd buy those from you. Maybe. Oh my god. Cats are cute. Yes. I'd buy them from her. But I don't have the money to do that. I have just... I will just have enough at the end of this to pay for college. So... Eesh. Yeah. That's our segue away from looking at other people's Yeah, I'm going to minimize this page, but I'm going to leave it up because I want to... That's our segue into closing the page and not looking it. at it while we're doing the show. That's our segue. We're segueing right, into a different chill part out. of the we're show. We're on a campfire. We are we're around a campfire. We're around a campfire. Come on. I'm not... Or have I already done that on the show? I, uh, I'm we, censoring every to... time you say Mr. Pork in every oh, future episode. We're trying episode. to just... We're just trying. We're just trying. We're just. Yeah, but I think you're talking about the Mr. Pork thing in like episode one or three. In episode okay. one, two, three, I, I four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Listen, man, I'm not. I'm not a CIA asset. I don't know how to roughly approximate things. Hey, so well, I mean, that's why. How about you? How about you approximate this? This is episode ten. That's double digits, baby. Jeez. And that's why we're sitting around a campfire, y'all. That's we why we're to sitting say, around a campfire. We've done this for ten weeks now. That means. Oh my god, dude! Holy shit. Two months or two there months. There is that one. There is that one. Uh, there is that one week where um, where it was just like the make Ben and Romy sex jokes week. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember that? Oh yeah, episode. It was like three. what? what when when Romy, that's actually unironically my, oh, my yeah. like, fam- favorite episode. I thought that that was hilarious. We gotta get more people Romy on just I, besides us again. Yeah, like Romy where's Markle? To that. Where's Markle and Romy? All, at? When you're I'll doing a podcast, link. when you're doing a podcast, you really learn who your real friends are. <laughs> you know. Hmm. I guess so. I don't know. Fuck them kids, bro. Yeah, we're around well, the campfire. Why don't you uh, talk shit about people some more around the campfire? Well, 
I just saw the Green Knight last night. I could give a review on the Green Knight. Oh, I want to. I want to see that. Is it worth it? Okay, so the Green Knight. Um, here's the funny thing, and I'll, I'll give a non-spoiler review. Okay. Good. Um. Okay, the Green Knight. Decent movie. Uh, kind of fucking confusing. It's really good to look at. It's very pretty. Has a lot of cool visual motifs. A lot of nice varied atmospheres. They kind of balanced out the medieval look with something that's a lot more like uh, 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 refined and 21st century A24 Ari Aster like. Um, They had uh, so one of the funny things is that I went into this movie um, not just thinking it was like some fucking ambiguous nondescript kingdom. The Green Knight is actually uh, a King Arthur tale. So when you when you see um, when you see when you see like the the round table, that's the Knights of the Round Table, and the king is King Arthur. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, there's a children's book about the Green Knight tale. Uh, This is one that we can you can find and buy. Um, But yeah, I thought that the way that they actually like so actually like going and looking up the tale and kind of contextualizing it and seeing what was different between the movie and the actual original tale that was good um mm-hmm. to know but it was very unclear in the movie um so don't look up the tale because it could spoil things potentially but there's some of the things that they leave out of the tale some of the things that they don't leave out yeah i want to um, go in blind but quite quite the uh quite the experience actually actually like when i got out of the theater i was like that was kind of fucked up kind of weird i didn't like it but then, mm. kind of actually thinking about it, I would probably go see it again. I uh, I heard cool. that there's um. So hit me up if you want to go see it. I heard that there's like. Hell yeah. The camera movements get like very, very, very slow at times. It takes like three minutes, and the camera spins in a circle, and there's a new thing, and then it spins in a circle again for three minutes, and then that new thing is like the old thing again, or something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah you'll see that. That's a good shot. That was a fun shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd fuck we with that. We should go before, before, before uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. Doxed! Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I didn't say which part of Boston. No, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, my God. He's going to Boston. It's a goddamn big city. Bo- wait, Boston is not a big city. You could walk Boston on foot. In one day? Like, yeah, not without getting shot, day, though, or, like, beat up day. in a 7-Eleven. In less than a day. Boston's really fucking small. You're I, don't, talking I don't know someone, what you're talking like, about. I Are you talking just the city of Boston? The, I'm talking the just, the, just the just the actual city of Boston itself. Is, <laughs> what did you just say about women not yeah, being yeah. good at directions? What? Yeah, we don't yeah, endorse uh, misogyny here. Women are not good at, at directions, and I'm terrible with directions, so never tell me. Never never let me go somewhere alone the first time. Wait, After so are that, you, I will know exactly where I are am. Are you trying to exactly say that... Where I need to go. Are you trying to say that you're affirming the stereotype, or that you're still adverse to the yes. stereotype, but it happens to be true for you? No. I'm. What I'm trying to say is that not all ladies are bad with um, directions, but I'm one of those people, unfortunately, who contributes to it because I'm not good I I get so lost I cry like right, but... literally I got I had to go to UMass for some like 
field trip thing and I missed the bus to go there so I had to drive there myself. I got so lost at UMass, I was crying, driving around trying to find the parking garage. Could not find the parking garage. That makes sense but, though, because like, because like, getting lost is is hard. Yeah, getting absolutely. Lost sucks. But then that's also complete. But like, not realizing the like size of Boston compared to other cities is not like having poor like navigation or directional skills. That's just like. It's a city, so it has to be big. Or that's well. Also, it's like the Greater true. Boston area makes it much bigger, like with all the oh, neighborhoods totally on the yeah. north and south and east and west. Yeah, no, that's totally grid, true. I'm so just like, talking about the city. Worse so. For me. Yeah. so when I come out to visit you, you're gonna have to come and like we're gonna have to pick an easy place for me to meet. You're gonna have to meet me at maybe like the train station. The just get off the fucking train at the common. The T. The T. It's not the train, it's the T. Yeah. The the the, the metro. <laughs> I'm gonna piss everybody off and call it the metro no matter how many people try and correct me. Uh, actually it's a metro. Um, Just so call it like the DC metro system or something this. like that. Yeah. I'm not lying when I say you're gonna have to meet me when I get off the train. The first time. The second time you I you won't have to worry about it. Like first time I go anywhere. Yeah, what kind of what shit. what kind of douchebag doesn't meet somebody once they get off a train? I mean, remember that one time we were in Rochester? Oh, I was just thinking about that. Uh, yeah, but this the Rochester bot. We you I, I think uh, the real move is to take the train into Rochester, which the the um so like the Rochester. Oh, okay, is. there's there's kind of like a circle that go, that. Is like right in downtown Rochester where the Rochester Greyhound bus station is. Right mm-hmm. behind that is the Rochester train station. Mm-hmm. And the Rochester train station is infinitely less sus than the Rochester uh the Rochester bus station. And the bus station. Um, yeah, I've got I've picked people up and driven people to the train station and it's only just like boom, 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 get out, you know? Yeah. But and there's also just like all these people standing around waiting for people. But at the bus station it's like all these parked cars and like people kind of sneak like like kind of like sneaking around from in between the cars and mm-hmm. doing shit and like walking in and there's like no sitting space and if you stand when I was waiting oh, for yeah. you to pick you up from the bus, some guy walked up from like just like tapped on my window and he was like I saw you here like two hours ago, and you were on your phone getting off a bus. Is that where I saw you? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. God, I was just, I was just wondering. And, I, and then he was like, do you have like ten bucks? And I was like, no. And he was like, all right. I just thought I'd check. All right. And then he yeah, walked yeah. away. No, that that fucking bus station would. If there's a hell, my eternal torment is just going to be being forced to sit in that bus station waiting for a bus that will never come. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's purgatory. That place is is hell. I remember like very, very well. There, I was um, I was sitting there, and there's like the security window, and there's the security office, right? And the security office has this like number pad lock on it, and there was this family there, and one of like the yep, parents were talking to security, and the. The fucking they they were just letting their kid just like fucking walk around this incredibly suspect fucking bus station, and the kid just starts just like fucking like jiggling the door handle at the security place that, like yeah. over and over again, and the security guard like just whips it open and is just like don't do that, like there's no yeah. there's no sort of like there's no sort of like seeing that it's a kid and being just like okay I should 
I mean, like, fuck it. I thought it was funny as hell that this that the security guard didn't give a shit that it was a kid. He probably um, has enough kids doing that shit. Well, no, and it's also the, like if I had the, the same fucking Rochester bus stop, and you probably need to be firm because that kid like might have like a knife or like crack waiting to activate in its system to get super strength and like overpower you or something. Yeah, no shit. I've been. I, when I, I, I was just second grade the second time a kid threatened me threatened to kill me with a knife. I just like okay, uh, that kid I just have like a knife though. Yes, he had a pocket oh, okay. knife at school. He brought for show and tell and threatened Good. me in the lunch line and said, "You know, I could kill you with this." Good. At least he's a real one. Sorry, Ben. What's up? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, just like <laughs> imagine the employee like meeting for like the Rochester bus station. It's like, all right, so if you see a kid or anyone trying to jiggle the door, just kind of tell them to stop. Mm-hmm. Can't be doing that. Um, you know, just uh, you, you can't open the door. And it was like, they're like, who's gonna fucking try and open the door? And then every day when there's a family, a kid just like pokes away at the keypad because their <laughs> parents won't let them use the iPad. Yeah, that place was crazy. And like when I was after you left too, and I was still waiting there for like an hour because the bus was was really late. <laughs> um, Damn, I should have just waited there. Sorry, man. No, it's it's not. I wouldn't have asked you to. That place is way too scary for two people to just be sitting in a car alone for. I felt better waiting inside. Um, but um. I remember there was, so there was like you know the usual crowd of of, of, of folks around there, and then there was another girl, probably around our age, who was dropped off by her partner there, also waiting for a bus to come get her. And I was like, I bet you and I have a lot to talk about just sitting here, and <laughs> you know, she but she did that thing where, you know, she gets on Instagram and. You never see your eyes again for the next three hours. That's the girl's, like, I'm not feeling safe right now, Q. Like, don't talk to me. I'm not feeling safe right now. I'm gonna go look at porn on Instagram. There's a gun pointed at the back of my head, metaphorically. And I can't talk to anybody about it. So I'm just gonna go on Instagram and look at sexy anime women and pretend that I'm one of them because I'm just a girl sitting in a bus station. I'm just a girl addicted to public masturbation. Doing that. Rochester bus. My boyfriend hasn't touched me in years because of the Rochester bus station. My boyfriend learned about what I went through at the Rochester bus station. He hasn't even looked at me in the eye in the past three years. My lord. I beat up this kid for lunch money at the Rochester bus station. I beat the fuck out of him while his dad watched and said, See? That's why you have to be strong. That's why you have to be big. Oh, I'm just a girl sitting at the bus station. On my phone, because for some reason, if I don't feel safe, I'm going to bury my face in the one thing that distracts me the most from everything else and not take in my surroundings at all, because I don't feel safe. Which is a really good defect. 
Which is a really naturally good defense mechanism, I think, which is, you know, which is nice. Really? I feel like I, I, I feel like if I'm worried or, like, feeling uncomfortable in a place, the last thing that I'm going to do is, like, actually be on my phone. Like, maybe I'll whip it out oh, a few no. times and pretend to be there, but I'm, I know every motherfucker who's coming in and out of that place if I'm not feeling safe. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. We may be looking at the phone, but we're paying attention to our surroundings so much. We're looking at the phone to try to keep us calm and not freak out and, like, whip our head around and freak out. Like, that's what I do all the time if I'm not feeling comfortable in a location. I will literally, like... What's the most uncomfortable you've ever found in a location? I do, location? too. Is like, where? I will pretend I'm texting you, woman. I will pull out my phone, pull up in our messages, and start pretending to text you if I'm feeling unsafe. Where, one, if I where is the most unsafe you've ever felt? I can be like, hey, call 911, please. Hey, been trying to meet you. Sorry, I just and there's a there's a fifty percent chance my phone won't be on. Or I'm kidding. <laughs> or facing up. Oh my up. god. Or on the same side of the room as me. Or on the same. I'm kidding. Um, what's what's the most unsafe you've ever back to the back to the campfire traveler? What's the most unsafe you've ever felt in a location before? Where was it? You're asking this just generally. Just generally, yeah. Put my feelers out so I know where people feel unsafe. Mm. Well, I could uh, open up about some stuff, but I think it's best to tell it in kind of like an allegorical tale rather than using my own experiences. Yeah, sure. Whatever, whatever just, makes the campfire hotter. Yeah. So you say uh, there's a tale of of um. A uh, let's see here, a uh, a fox and a dog, right? Not the fox and the hound, not the Disney shit, okay? I'm not I'm not taking out for that. It's a fox and a dog. Yeah. There's a fox and a hound. No, there's a fox and a there's a fox. There's a fox and a dog. The fox and the dog meet each other in the woods every day to see each other as two different species but of like minds they scamper through the woods they hunt they um they look for things to pick up off the ground and um and at the end of the night when they depart they lay next to each other in a restful camaraderie um a day's worth of activity uh deserves in their minds an appreciation of each other's restful spirits, kindred in the act of gathering. Mm. Um, and let's say this one time, um, the the hound, the, the the dog starts to realize that the fox is growing more cold and distant. The fox doesn't come around as much, but at random times during the night, the dog will hear the fox's call. Um, through the woods, echoing through the trees, and the dog will go running looking for the fox, and then when he finds the fox, the fox collapses in, into him, and instead of the restful camaraderie that the dog is used to, it feels more of like a shoulder to cry on that is unearned based on the lack of reciprocation in that friendship. Because during the days when they meet, the fox is sarcastic. He's dismissive. And rather Sorry. than gathering with no this isn't about you <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs>
anyways. I was gonna say, is, is this about is this about our, our third our third member here? No, 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 no. This is no, 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 no. This is from long okay, ago. Gotcha. No one, no one that we'd all mutually know. Gotcha. Um, and so after a while, the fox grows pushy and wants more of the dog. And the dog is hesitant, but to gain more of traction and gain more of what they used to have, the dog gives and gives and gives until he feels worn out and violated and like he's been subjugated to things that he otherwise wouldn't want to have done in a, in a normal situation. But he does it because the friendship of the fox was such a momentary passing pleasure that he feels he needs to connect to one more time. And so one day the fox and the dog are are gathering and the fox says to the dog, I, what I need you to do is I see some, some acorns hanging from that tree up there and I need you to get them for me because if you don't get those acorns, we're not going to talk again. And the dog is like, well, I just don't feel like we're uh, at a point right like what why would I do that if you know I just don't feel like there's a back and forth he explodes because understandably so there's there's a, a feeling of 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 resentment between the bet- for, from the dog that's been festering for a while that he hasn't wanted to express because he's afraid that it'll push the fox farther away and so the fox says you know what whatever and he notices that a, a little a couple feet away there's a trap a hunter's trap right it's a cage that when triggered will lock an animal inside the cage. And the fox says, take a look over there. I see that there is a piece of something, some sort of food, some, something inside the cage. And the dog, not knowing and assuming that the fox has had, had some better intentions now that he's aired his disagreements, goes towards the cage and snap. The cage triggers and the dog is locked inside. And the dog is fiercefully trying to push his way out of the cage trying to rustle up it's it's tipping over fiercely trying to push his way out of that cage but the fox is watching him doing so with a blank expression saying very calmly well all you need to do for me to let you out of that cage is to go up and get the goddamn acorns once you do that i'll let you out of the cage or if you agree to do that i'll let you out of the cage and so the dog un- begrudgingly because all he wants to do is get out of the cage and avoid further harm has to agree to the fox and tells him I'll get the acorns as long as you let me out of this cage so the fox lets him out and the dog climbs up the tree gets the acorns and by the time he's back down from the tree the fox is gone and he never saw the fox again the fox disappeared into the woods and simply forgot about them and the dog went home feeling dejected but at the same time resolute in what had happened because he knew that it was the thing he needed to not be treated like that again and that is the story of the do- of the fox and the dog it's a story about a uh, ben what going to prison fox was is a fucking dick i love <laughs> yeah. the face for you I That's thought. I actually, I thought that where the story <laughs> was going earlier on. I, I thought. It. Thank you. I thought the. Thank I you. thought the the uh, the fox was gonna just be like getting fucked by like a Doberman or something in the middle of the woods. <laughs> the dog was gonna be really sad. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. a different dog. Also, I got <laughs> just <getting> destroyed. <laughs> when yeah. I say squad mom, I don't mean like this is for the listeners. 
don't mean like multiple personality type of stuff. I mean like I just get really super protective and of my friends and stuff. So I'm like, I want to fight this person. Oh yeah, Bella is a very supportive mode. friend. So that's it. That's all I wanted to say about that. Yes, I. Have, I uh, which one that. of you? Thank which you. one of you is talking right now, Bella? Stop being an asshole. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Who are we talking to? Like, it's just, uh... <laughs> very funny. Everyone can have a squad mom. Everyone, everyone can be a squad mom. Hell let's yeah. not. Let's not put. That you gotta bring like three pairs of ex, like three extra pairs of like sweatpants and four extra blankets and like. Seven extra sweaters to sports like night games. Listen, I, mean, be a squad mom, I mean, I think everybody should be a mommy. I don't know if everybody should be a there squad There you go, mom. okay. Everybody should be a mommy, you know what I'm saying? So you're saying you want to have children? Is that what mommy you means to you? You got you there. That's what the word mommy means. You can think of a singular other connotation of the word mommy. Oh no, I can think of the other one. But I'm choosing to go this route because it, it, I think it's a fun bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want, me to, you want me I'm to gonna, have kids? Do you want you children? Want, you want me to have kids? Do you kids? want children? Yeah, no. I'll, I'll, I'll shit out uh, 15 <laughs> of them. After help, how I'm going to shit out 15 kids. And no. I'm going to post all of the videos I... of me shitting the kids out on OnlyFans and make millions. And then I'm going to raise each of those 15 kids to make their own OnlyFans. <sighs> so when they turn of age, which hopefully in the future will be... No. Don't even go there. What? No, I'm cutting you off. Stop. Well, when they reach of age, which is to be determined what of age means for OnlyFans star in the future, okay. then all of my 15 beautiful children will also make top OnlyFans videos and we will be a rich family. <laughs> awesome. So you want your 13 year old children to be on OF? Yeah. With my That's, guidance, of course. Because I, I, I would pioneer the way for them and figure out the best marketing strategies and then when they turn of legal age, they would get their own OnlyFans and make a lot of money too. Awful shit. You what that have, the age like, of that the age of OnlyFans should be could, like be a different like like you could have Fat Moon Junior really skinny Moon Junior. Amun, like, can you name like, all your kids a Moon Junior? Buff, ripped Moon Junior. A uh, skinny Moon Junior and Fat Moon Junior. So like skinny Moon would crawl inside of Fat Moon for one of the videos, and like work him like a meat puppet from the insides. That'd be pretty funny. These are your kids you're talking about. Ima like imagine, penis. imagine. Okay, wait. Imagine that there's like a perfect ratio of like, um, of like uh, this person is so fat, and this person is so skinny that they're like the perfect amount apart where the skinny person can crawl into the fat person and like control them. Hot, hot. Like imagine, like a uh, who's somebody oh. who's so who's somebody who's like. Scarily skinny. Um, Christian Bale and the Machinist. Christian, imagine Christian Bale and the Machinist crawling inside of like, of um, I don't know, like Whoopi Goldberg or something, <laughs> and just controlling her. <laughs> Not gonna lie. His greatest role yet, I method know. acted, taken to the next place. Yeah. 
I, I always forget Whoopi Goldberg is a woman because it sounds like a guy's name. So then it's like I hear Whoopi Goldberg's voice and I was like, oh, it's that lady who I like, who does really cool voice acting and shit. She has Christian <laughs> Bale then, inside her ass. And then like I hear her name and I'm like, oh, wait, that's who she is. That's her name. Oh, I thought Whoopi Goldberg was a dude. And then I feel bad because she's so cool. Frankly, I think like I like a lot of her voice acting stuff that she's done for like kids shows and, and movies and stuff mm. like she there always is, brings that perfect level of sass there is um do you, there is a do you remember the show the naked brothers band on nickelodeon i do remember the naked there brothers this, yes the um the Al- alex and nat wolf alex wolf of uh, hereditary and old by m night Shyamalan, out in theaters now fame mm-hmm. uh they had this show called the naked brothers band where they were a uh a, chi- a child pop group and they were really right. famous, and it was about, like, their behind-the-scenes and all that. And it was so cringy, but it was hilarious. There I vaguely yeah. remember that. I forgot that Alex yeah, was Wolf a... was a naked brother. That's funny. Yeah, he, yeah, he's one of the two naked brothers, yeah. Yeah, that's um, fucking awesome, and dude. And there's this hilarious episode, I remember. So, um, like, Alex Wolf had this babysitter who he had a crush on, and she was, like, dating this guy or like interested in this guy from this rival like teenage pop group she was older there's like this teenage pop group that like wrote this like really bad christmas song called mistletoe hats and alex wolf was like i want to write the worst christmas song ever right and so nat wolf got all like depressed because like rosalina his love interest like was like off doing something during christmas i don't know some shit um and he wrote this so Whoopi goldberg for some reason cameoed in this fucking uh in this episode of of naked brothers band where it was like him i think i forget who else was it like christina aguilera maybe someone um like all these different people yeah like cameoed in this christmas episode um and they wrote so nat wolf was supposed to write a song about christmas for this thing right and it was, like, really bad because he got really angsty and pissed off that Rosalina was, like, doing stuff. George Lopez was there, too. George fucking Lopez was in it. And he was, like, nice. and he was like, I did, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's all coming back now. And so Nat Wolf writes this shit Christmas angsty song where he's, like, Christmas stinks. Christmas stinks. He's, like, playing it on the piano, talking about He basically wrote This is the Worst Christmas Ever by Sufjan Stevens, but in, like, a really angsty pop way with a really, you know, kind of, like, repetitive. And yeah. there's, like, one part of the song where, like, during the party where Whoopi Goldberg is there, he just, he, the lyrics are literally, like, Whoopi stinks. Whoopi stinks. Whoopi stinks. And, and Whoopi Go- Goldberg to, like, their child manager is, like, is he saying Whoopi stinks? And he's, like, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think... Shit, he's like freaking out, and so then everyone boos it. But Alex Wolf was like, "Yo, that's the worst Christmas song I've ever heard. That's awesome." And then they write this great Christmas song, and George Lopez fucking cries after they play it, which is ah, uh, cringe Nickelodeon. George Lopez cries because he knows after the episode to keep his job, he's got to make Whoopi with Whoopi Goldberg, and he's just not ready. Yeah. For that. Oh my god. He's got a slosh or clit in it. Sorry. I can't he's say a, that. He's got to destroy Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> he's got to find Whoopi this. Goldberg's clit. I think when that sh- the Naked Brothers Band TV show was like on Nickelodeon. Or, what, what was it? On Nickelodeon? Or, uh, Clitalodeon. Or? Yeah. It was on Nickelodeon? Clitalodeon. 
I don't think I ever really watched it. Like, I remember seeing uh, Big Time like... Rush, Drake and Fist, or Fist and Josh. That's better. Um, Fist and I remember Josh. watching the Amanda Show when I was really little. I loved that. And when I found out like the like there was actually like a website that you could go to, and I freaked out. I was so excited. I was mm. at someone's house when we came. Uh, family friends of ours when we lived there and we were hanging out with these people when my dad told me about this I was like wait what? that's an actual huh? website that I can go to and check it out I thought it was big for the show uh, like this is like little little like four or yeah. five year old me think of this Oops. sorry I just sent the um so wait do you um and then is Amanda Bynes oh. wasn't was that one of those fucking uh, Dan Schneider shows or no I don't I think don't the, I, the, it might have been. Um, it might have been. Because like I, what I remember was... Show me your feet, me Schneider. The concept kind of Pulling with the up, Amanda Jamie. show, I'll say this, spiraled into that's so random and also into iCarly. Because were, iCarly yeah, actually had a, a website. And right. it was kind of felt like... It was a Dan Schneider show. It was a Dan Schneider show. Yeah, yeah it okay. felt... I feel like he stole his own material, kind of then, because he did the same thing where he, uh, he made stole a his main actor's feet for iCarly, and then for that so random, he did kind of like the the skits, like well, there was SNL also all type that. stuff for the kids. What? There's also all that was like yeah. a show that happened during the Amanda show. Did they actually wait? Yeah. Did they did they revive it? Drake and I think Josh they, were not on with fucking the Amanda. The they actors, didn't. Oh yeah. So Josh, <laughs> not with whatever their names are spell. in real life, the, the actors. So Drake Bell and the other guy, his name I need to remember it. But Drake Bell, who I hear is doing really well just, these days. Yeah, I, hear, I know. I hear, I hear that. I hear that nothing's wrong off. with Drake Bell these days. I hear he's doing great. Drake Bell is a friend of the show. <laughs> Drake Bell, friend well, of the show. We're gonna have his, him on. His, no. My him guilty, Your Honor. And the guy who played Josh from Drake and Josh, Josh, um, Josh Peck, right? His That's name his name. His name is Josh. I remember, I, I remember actor, like the people who they played, not the actors. And his I name is still I Josh. Remember them? I know. Just stop. Stop pointing out. I can't remember shit. But um, they started on the Amanda show, and then whatever. Keenan Thomas or whatever his name is. Yeah, he, guy, he got to start on. He Nick. was, yeah, he well, got to start on the Amanda he was show. Good Burger, wasn't that he? Shit. Yeah, he was Good Burger. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another guy who Damn. was on there with him, but I don't really remember it. I was very little. What the, is the, the funny thing? The funny thing is, is about Good Burger is that Keenan Th Thomas played like a total. It was Kel Mitchell was Ed, and um. And even Dan Schneider actually starred in. Um, Dan Schneider starred directly. He was the played the boss in Good Burger. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't remember and, the scene where he sucked Keenan Thompson's feet for fifteen minutes. Uh huh. In the main. Oh yeah, because he had that weird foot fetish, right? Yeah. There was, I remember sure. during um, Good Burger, the funny thing was that Keenan Thompson was like a dick bag, and like. I remember Ed made some special sauce, and and no, Keenan Thompson wanted to steal it. And everyone, but Ed was just like fucking insane the entire movie. I was like mm -hmm. obsessed with Good Burger as a kid, and now we have Mr. Beast Burger, the natural parallel and successor. <laughs> I will say, and that's so random though. Like, 
some of the cool stars that came out of that that I still kind of follow because two of them were on Smosh. Uh, Damien yeah. and then Shane or whatever, they're on Smosh and they were on That's a Random as I think more minor oh, characters. But they, they're they actually really funny. Like I watch some of like, the Smosh stuff sometimes, like the new Smosh and all that. I'm hey, like, these actually, guys are uh, actually pretty funny. You know that uh, like, Andrew Cuomo actually got his debut in That's So Random. That's funny true, enough. yeah. Oh, Andrew okay. Cuomo. One question. Wait, I don't know anything about Cuomo. that's so wait. That's so funny because that's so random or it's so random. It started as like a part of Sunny with a Chance, and then it spent it, 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 it like spun off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, it was that's cool. It was cool. Mm-hmm. You you want to know the, the the depressing thing is when you like look through the people who oh, like. Oh, and sh- the guy. Um. Shane Top was also in that one eye Carly episode where he was the pretty boy that in the Shane. Like, early seasons. The blonde bull cut. The boy guy who fucked Carly his cat. Had a crush on. That's Shane Top. That's how I will forever remember him. As the as the love interest for like an episode Carly. It's the love interest of Andrew Cole. Like a good Christian boy. Ned's Declassified was my favorite show. That was like by far like that there's never there's no, there haven't there was never I own basically all of Ned's Declassified on iTunes. It, there's, there's no show that 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 tops it for me. I love the Even Stevens and then also Kim Possible because the older sister in Even Stevens played Kim Possible, and then like yeah. one of the friends from Even Stevens played Ron. That's what I remember because I remember watching like the 365, whatever like thing that they used to have on Disney, like oh, where yeah, they Disney go and like, check out the stars. And yeah. whatever they did an interview and they showed them like recording in the studio. That was I want, I want. I got so excited. I was like, I want to meet these people now. It was the first time I ever really like. I need to meet these people someday. Unfortunately, I haven't met any of them. Which <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll ever meet anyone famous, truthfully. Because I had yeah, I had a friend. Okay. I had a friend who um who wrote. So you ever like start like a thing that you want to like really go in like really go hard into like write this full like you you start like writing like a little like fan fiction book or you start like doing a comic and you never really like commit to it. I had a friend in college who committed who committed to a project and the project was writing a 120 page fan fiction Infinity War style thing about Nickelodeon and Disney Channel characters fighting in like some weird like like I said like Marvel style like battle sure. like all coming yeah. together and it's honestly you know barring some like you know just like it be, you know it's it's like it's not like a you know it's not it's not like a polished piece of fiction you know he wrote it like all in kind of like but it's a hundred and like twenty some pages of like hard work man it's fucking insane. I w- read it all my fr- the summer after my freshman year, and like took extensive notes to k- try and comprehend what was going on. And it's epic. It's fucking epic, dude. Like it's it, like it's hilarious to see how they synthesized it like all together. Um, and it, it propelled me to like go rewatch some like episodes to see like because he like in- embedded all these different like uh, like references and all that, which is super cool. I just yeah. Anyways. What's the uh, the longest fan fiction ever made again? I feel like I was just reading Twilight. It the other day. No, it's not Twilight. It's some like pretty depraved shit, isn't it? 
One piece. Yeah, it's a, no, it's like a yeah, one piece. No, it's a it's a My Little Pony thing, isn't it? It's like no, actually, oh. isn't the, no wait, isn't the longest one a a Smash Bros. fan fiction? Actually, that's like I think maybe still going, and it's like two thousand pages long at this point, or something like it's, that. It's it's yeah, the fanfic. Oh, okay, the fan fiction has four million one hundred two thousand two hundred seventeen words with more than two hundred twenty chapters. Yeah, fanfic is called Subspace Emissary World's Conquest, based on yeah. the popular fighting game Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, I haven't read any of it, Damn. but I mean, anything that's four million words strong and still going, like, fuck. <laughs> that's awesome. 110%. Guys, think you could ever write four million words on anything? Yeah, and why, I, why, I, why I'm blasting, like, like, um, what's something terrible? Uh, uh, what, but why you're Cuomo sexual? homosexual yeah. yeah yeah that sure <laughs> yeah I like it I like all this All I like all the people last year who are like Cuomo really handled everything really good he did a great job and then like earlier this year it's like he killed like tens of thousands of old people and then like was just doing that like weird horny on main old man thing where he asks his aides for like hugs all the time or whatever. I don't oh, know exactly. He's a fucking yeah. Yeah, he's he's like it's so funny and like he wrote a book about like how well he did during everything. Got to you got to love it. There's a part of it you got to love. Yeah. I like it. I support it. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Cuomo supporter. <laughs> Cuomo sexual, yeah. Cuomo sexual. I'm glad you are. You know, there's not many yeah. Cuomo supporters out there, and he needs at least one supporter. Yeah. One of the <laughs> I love the I the one of the best days I think in social media history is when places like Facebook and Twitter finally started allowing titties on the timeline. You guys remember yeah. that day? I remember the first time I, I was scrolling that. through Facebook and I saw a pair of anime titties on my Facebook wall, and I was like, "Thank you." I actually think that uh, Twitter is a lot more. Twitter allows fucking porn, dude. Oh yeah, you can post like clips from your many vids or fucking OnlyFans on Twitter, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Bella, you're uh, getting really into something there. What's up? I'm just trying to remember something. Because we started talking about something. Oh, we started talking out. about something. We were talking about something, and then I got really sidetracked with, like... Ben, you were talking about the... Your friend wrote this whole thing, and it reminded me of something I wrote in... Like, I had this whole idea for something in high school that was kind of like a crazy story that I kind of oh, came okay. up with was inspired by something that I was like really into in high school and I'm trying unfortunately I wrote it on my high school like account like google account and I didn't share it with my my like my your just, new like, account wait is this it no that's not it do you guys it's think do you guys think Oops. we would be we would be more successful at if we just decided to say fuck it quit the show, stop the show, and just write uh, BTS fan fiction. Mm -hmm. I would be mad at you. 
No, I... Yeah. I got some stuff... Oh, no, I can't say that. Never mind. You can't say that? Never mind. Yeah, just... I, just, I don't want to... I don't want to... I'll say... I'll tell you afterwards. I can't... I, I mean, I can I think beep, we're, I we're can, at the... Uh, I can beep out literally anything. We're, gonna, we're at the point in the show where the last things that I come up with, like, mentally are things that I don't think I can say, so, uh... Uh, we should probably, uh... Mm-hmm. That's a very anti-free speech point you're making there. <laughs> exactly. Mm, yeah, so I guess while Bella tries to find her uh, Undertale Sans X reader fan fiction that she wrote in high school when she was horny in using... No. Uh, using a Christ Almighty. Using a using a, it was like, a, a like a one kind of those of one of those like really, dough roller that, things that, like, to masturbate. Inspiration from like homestuck and shit. Uh, a homestuck ghost really story where you did uh, fuck by the ghost. And like really distanced it from like homestuck oh, shit. But like now I can't find it, and I wrote like backstory and everything for and now all my characters. Transition you out of the episode. So we're back around the campfire where computers and fan fiction don't exist. I have to, I have, uh, I can do, I can do, um, no, it's just the woods. There's no Wi-Fi in the woods. Um, I can play a, uh, I can play a uh, actual uh, campfire song for y'all. Oh, I, I, uh, this is, um, I think I know what this song is going to be. Why don't you this, play it for uh, us? This might get us. Uh, this might get us fucking canceled because it's a uh, DMCA. But um, good. This is from the Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Oh, not what I was thinking, but also good. I'm gonna tell you, buddy. Wait, do I have to do a capo for this, man? Is it, wait, is it the is it the is this the famous one the cowboy trade just spurs for wings? Or is yeah. this a different one? Yeah. You buddy is a fast gun. <laughs> Isn't this a pretty hard song? I don't actually to play? know, so let's just I don't know the tune. I only know it from the movie, but I think it changes. I think yeah, it definitely does. Oh wait, no, you know why? Because I'm playing down. This is uh down down two steps. Fuck, uh, dude, I'm doing this on on air and I don't have my kapoo. That's all right. That's funny. I thought uh, oh, fuck. I thought you were gonna bust into the fucking the campfire song song, and I was like, that's an interesting way to end it. But yes, no. that's good. That's it. We can do that. We can do that. I don't think we should have any campfire songs. I think we should just sit here by the fire. We sit here by the fire. Well, at least let me tune my guitar. That's a uh, that's a seminal. There's a there's a campfire activity if I've ever heard one. Yeah. I like I like this, and I think I, I think I, I like this episode a lot because the show is really starting to go in the direction that I want it to go. Whereas it's not actually a a show anymore. It's just us hitting the record button, talking for like an hour and fifteen minutes, and. Uh, Folks online call that a friendship simulator. So I'm thinking we should invest like more in, in friendship simulators than in uh, actually podcasting. Because I think as the world starts to open up again, I think that people who only became fans of podcasts because of the pandemic are going to quickly drop them. 
but you can't replace a friendship simulator. That warmth that you feel when you hear people you don't you, know. Buddy, uh-huh. There's a faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes to find oh let me tell you buddy it won't be long to find yourself singing your last cowboy song yippee when the round of when the campfire dims When he shouts and he sings When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings Alright folks, it's been a good hour sitting around the fire with you Got a little off there for a few minutes, but we're about it back in the end. Minutes. Now, Campfires never die, but sometimes mics don't work. Sometimes the mics have to stop recording. But until yes, then, and that's folks, okay because uh, you know. You can follow the show you know. the same place it's always been. You, you can know. follow us and watch us and listen to us on our respective platforms. Where we've always been. Join us for a campfire. Send an audio message. It'll be like you're just right here and we're talking to you. Yeah. You, send yeah. us a, <laughs> you send us an audio message. We'll figure out how to use these newfangled computers. And, and we'll just we'll be audience now. You know, sometimes about mm-hmm. a campfire, all you need is to just sit down and listen to the campfire. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's why uh, I think to end this episode... Just 30 seconds of campfire crackling silence. I'm okay with that. Every time you make a noise, we start over. Okay, so we start over there? And here too. That was a good ending. That was good, yeah. That was an interesting episode, ladies and gentlemen. I like that. That was that was good.